What do you get when you take a psychologist slash psychic, a radio personality, and an improv comedian? You get three crazy wahines talking whatevers. Ever Beach back then <laughs> was like two lanes, no houses, nothing. It's the Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Yeah, yeah there was crazy. no Ever by Gentry back no, then. There wasn't. <laughs> yes. Ever has blossomed like acne on a teenager. It, it is oh my massive. God, the Creates Happiness Podcast. Available now wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Create Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. If you have any questions or show topics, hit us up at createshappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's Create Happiness with a Y podcast at gmail.com. Good morning. Hello, people. We are Creates Happiness Podcast, and today we have MJ, Marnie, our special guest, Crazy. And <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and today we're talking about self development because I don't know, I feel like it's super important. Plus, MJ can share with us some things that she's learned, Crazy's learned, the whole works, you know? I actually got into it because of Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Self development okay. is about ego. How to control it. How to own it. Yes. How to keep it in check. Yeah. Cutting his hair at the radio station and he's talking to me about like, what do you want in life? Where where do you want to be? Do you want to be this or do you want to be that? Or I mean, like on this spectrum, like, do you want to be on this side or do you want to be on that side? I'm like, well, I want to be on that side. And he's like, well, for uh, this amount of money, you can learn. <laughs> I need to go right into money. <laughs> how to get there? And then I'm like, I don't have that kind of money. And he's like, Okay, think about this. If your daughter was kidnapped, and the ransom was this amount of money, I did say this. How would you come up with that money? Give me ten different ways you can come up with that money. And I was like, Rob a bank? <laughs> I don't know. He's like. You can do it. There's other ways you can make money so that you can come up with the money to do this. And I was just like, okay, fine. So did finally- you to, Did you have to rob a bank? No, I didn't there have to rob go. a bank. Did not bank. have to rob a bank. <laughs> this is already starting positive. This is starting positive on methods of paying for this program. For this uh, personal development. Yeah, for the development. After uh, you told me my- daughter was kidnapped and I had to like come up with some ransom. Now, now let me back myself up. Let me back myself up for a quick second there. So the point to what I was telling MJ was when I did my personal development, so I've done many and I've paid for many different seminars. Robert yeah. Kiyosaki, one of my favorite seminars that I've ever ah. been to, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, understanding real estate, mm-hmm. understanding money, understanding the mindset. Um, and I've done several other seminars, right? And so for me, Doing seminars, a forex trading, a forex trading seminar. So every seminar that I have done in my entire life up to personal development was based on some way, shape, or form to make money. Right. Like that's what it was. Like I was paying a course to make money. So when I was introduced to this personal development BS is what I thought it was, I was like, well, how does it equate to money? Because like, yeah. are you teaching me how to do stocks in this seminar? They're like, no. I'm like, uh, you teaching me on how to build a business in seminar? They're like, I mean, sort of. And I'm like, okay, this, this is ridiculous. Like, why would I invest money 
into uh-huh. a seminar that's not going to teach me exactly how to make money. Right. And that's the reason why I started telling MD this because after I did a seminar talking about personal development, during that seminar is when I started to realize how many limiting beliefs I had yep. on myself. And that was a key word. Like I never realized how much limiting beliefs I had. And one of the limiting beliefs was how to make money, how much money to make and all those things. So when I was asking MJ, hey, MJ, you, you want to come up with $795 to do a seminar? And she's like, yeah, I don't have that kind of money right now. And so in my head, I'm thinking to myself. It was cheaper back then, but anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, well, if you're doing a seminar, you cannot come up with $795 right now then maybe you have to figure out a mindset because I would love everyone and anyone to be able to just cough up $795 like that. So that's when I asked MJ. So if you cannot come up with $795 right now, are you telling me I cannot do it? Like the big word is cannot. Like she stopped herself. She limited herself from just $795. In my head, I was processing, well, hmm, what would be valuable to her? And that's why I brought up her daughter because I know how much she loves, loves, loves her daughter. So that's why I said, you know, if something was going bad with your daughter, your daughter needed $795, whether it be, you know, ransom or whatever it is, you know, would you then be able to come up with $795? She goes, yes, I'll definitely come up with $795. That's my daughter. I'm going to save my daughter. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I said, well, what if now that same mentality that you just broke through on that limiting belief on not getting $795 what if you could start processing that in your mind and use that on an everyday basis where you don't have to now go all the way to the point of losing your daughter, but you can change your mindset that I can get that $795 for whatever it is. Now, from there, how do you grow $795 to $1,000, to $5,000, $10,000, $100,000, and you start going up that scale because it's us or myself, let's speak from I, that started cutting myself off from I'm not able to get $795. Like I stop myself, right? Like I can't do it. Or I'll make excuses. You know, I do $175, but and then that cancels you making the $795. Or I'll say, I'll try to make $795. And then at that point in time, you're like, okay, you're only gonna your your goal now is only on trying. So how's about just do it? And if you have and if you have that that the capacity in your mind mm-hmm. to be able to get that and say that. Well, of course, well, again, without having to put your daughter's life in jeopardy for it, but that means that you are able to do it. So it's just right. kind of figuring that out. And so for me, that's what I got out of a personal growth seminar was understanding how many limiting beliefs I have in my head and now how do I address it so that way I can get past it. And then, of course, I fell in love with this understanding of these mind-blowing experiences. And I'm like, MJ, <laughs> I just went into the studio and you know, MJ and I were, were co-workers and we're, we're friends. And, you know, there's these things that I saw that was in MJ that I know I was going through personally before doing personal development. And I could connect with MJ there. And I wanted to, at that point, invite her to figure out if she wanted to do personal development. And I've been doing that, like, she's, what, 11 years now, MJ, that I've been talking yeah. to people, you know, yeah. on the side about, you know, if you're wanting more in life, like, what is it that you want? So, And back then, to- they didn't have GoFundMe. Um, but now they have GoFundMe. <laughs> But let me tell you what happened on the first day of this seminar that I went to, right? So we're not really talking about specifically just this seminar, but the the growth that I happened on the way to the seminar. So um, 
I got the letter and I just put it aside. I didn't even think about it. And Crazy's like, remember, it's this date. It's from Friday to Sunday. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took Friday off, blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll be there. So I lived close to where it was going to be. So I was like, I'll just walk there. So I'm opening this up as I'm walking <laughs> to, the, to the seminar. He's like, you want to be there at 10 o'clock? I was like, okay. So I, I'm opening this up while I'm walking there. And I was like, does this say 10 to 8? What? <laughs> 10 to 8? I was Probably like, from Friday to Sunday. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is he doing to me right so like i call him and i was like crazy what the fuck it's so freaking long like what the hell 10 to 8 like i don't have a life i have stuff i gotta do and he's like just do it just do it just you know like i was like oh my god and this is walking on the way to the freaking <laughs> seminar right so I was like shit okay whatever so i get to the seminar and I'm sitting in the seat and I'm listening to the facilitator. He's talking about his life and all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I was like, crazy. And I'm texting him. You're not supposed to be texting while you're sitting there, but I'm texting him. He's like, what the fuck are you texting me for? Just pay attention. And I was just like, why am I here? What are you doing to me? <laughs> so I'm like texting him and then I was like, okay, fine. I'll go through it. You know? So like, you, Friday, you Friday night you, comes along. What was that? Him, you didn't text him. You are dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was like that the first day, right? I was just like, she was so whatever. angry. She was so I was angry. so angry at him. I went to the bathroom a lot of times texting him too, and he was just like, "Get back in there," you know. Like I was like, I was like, okay, fine. And then Friday night comes along, and I was like, okay, I'm interested. I'm interested, you know. And then Saturday comes along, and then I was like okay, I'm way interested now. Like, I'm like, oh, wow, this is, and then, so I'm texting him and I was like, wow, crazy. Uh, this is, this is good. This is good. I like this. I like this, you know? And then, son, and then he like told me, I dare you to, um, say something like, like, um, so I guess like after every event or every exercise that you do, you have a chance to speak about it. Right. So he says, I, I dare you to speak about it, right? To speak about an experience. So I was like, all right. It was funny because like one of the exercises that, that you're supposed to talk about your positives and negatives. And I was like, I have no negatives. And then <laughs> I, I am not negative. As, I have as she's no yelling negatives. at me, as she's putting all these curses on me. The facilitator is like, what do you mean you have no negative? Why would I want to think negative of myself? Like, wh yeah. what are you talking about? I was like, everything is great. You know, like, and then he's like, well, you're supposed to like list everything. What was it? You have to list everything. And then I was like, oh, no, I don't I don't want to be that. Like, he's like, you're, you're, you need to be vulnerable. I said, why do I want to be vulnerable? I said, that's that's weakness. I'm not weak. I'm I'm not going to be vulnerable, you know, and then. And then he was like, you need to be vulnerable. That's what you need to be. And I was like, whatever. And you're like, you and need then, to be quiet. <laughs> you need to shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the third day comes along. And that's when my vulnerability came out. When he told me to speak about my experience, I spoke and I had the hardest time, like just thinking about it. 
it makes me want to cry because it, I was so scared. I was so scared that I had like this pit in my stomach and I was like having such a hard time to talk about it. But I told him about a situation that happened when I was 12. I was raped when I was 12. And um, I told them like, the hardest part wasn't the fact that I got raped. It was the fact that my mom wasn't there for me. And then she um, said some things to me. Like she, she called me a whore and a hooker and all kinds of stuff because of like what happened. And so I told him everybody was against me. And I said this in front of a room full of people. And it was like the most vulnerable experience I've ever had, you know? And I became vulnerable at that moment. So after that, I was texting crazy and I was like, I love you. (laughs) Thank you so much for this experience, you know? So yeah, it was was a very impactful experience very positive it was it was a great experience for me and then so I continued on because you couldn't just like stop there it was like you needed to do more you know well so I'll I'll jump in and Jane and you know this is the very first time I've actually ever heard this whole side of it like I I've known MJ since doing you know personal development and this is the first time I really got to hear this part of it so Hey, MJ, uh, thank you for sharing that because that is impactful. And I just want to be clear. So, you know, it depends on what personal development you do. You don't have to go to a seminar to do personal development. Um, personal development, you can start with books, uh, ebooks, mm-hmm. podcasts. You can do whatever you want. There's many different courses for personal development. Um, this one particular seminar that um, I did, the only reason why I personally did it was because, one, I didn't want to do this on my own. Um, I wanted a network of individuals, and there's over 50,000 just Hawaii. It's like a worldwide seminar that this does from the Philippines, Japan, Europe, they go all over. Everywhere. And and so for me, I wanted to be amongst like-minded individuals. And so that's the reason why I invited MJ to do a seminar, and this one in particular, because this is the one that I did. You know, again, you can do any seminar that you want. But when the facilitator starts talking about vulnerability and whatnot, it doesn't necessarily mean that anyone and everyone needs to be vulnerable. But... What these individuals who have done personal development for so long can see or pick up are certain little things that will trigger an individual yeah. to possibly get out of that limiting belief, right? Yep. So this individual, and I wasn't there, so I, I, I just understand because now doing personal development so long that he or she was listening to MJ and as MJ is going down this road of all these blocks, right? He or she now is able to process like, okay, what might be needed for her situation in particular. So again, everyone doesn't have to be vulnerable. You don't have to come to any seminar and start crying and whatever else. Yeah. But what they could see was that MJ had all these, these blocks that were in front of her. And it wasn't until for her specific purpose to get vulnerable, would she be able to open up those doors? Because once those doors are open, now she can start getting to work with what that possibly was, which was this, this trauma that happened mm-hmm. at the age of 12. But we get so good at blocking this up and it's not right, wrong, good or bad. It's how MJ has survived mm-hmm. from that childhood of 12 all the way to, what, 40s MJ, what you know? 50, no, shut 40. up. Okay, <laughs> We're not well. talking about our age right now, shut up. <laughs> but but it's, it's what she did to make her stronger, right? And, and that's what everyone talks about. Like, I'm stronger because of this event. And, and But sometimes when you just block it, 
then you're not necessarily working with the core part of what those feelings actually are coming from. And that could be limiting you from getting more of what you want. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there. I'm going to guess, MJ, mm-hmm. that part of that might be accepting love and trusting men. Could that be possibly one of the things with you locking that event up in your life at 12 years old? I'm just going to guess. Is that one of the things that might have affected your life growing into an adulthood of yeah. trust? Mm-hmm. So at that point. But it's wanna... not. No, that's not true. Because remember, I said it wasn't the act of getting raped. It was the mom and the friends that were against her. So now at that point in time, then what feelings were you feeling? Was that feelings of trust? Like anger of mom and trust. It was like uh kind of like um being let down letting you let down betrayal. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. And betrayal and then of someone that's really close to you. So then I feel like that's been going on throughout life with friends. And so like I never felt like I've ever had that kind of love with my friends, which I care more about than, you know, like... You give more than you get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, well, and I think that, that's what I'm That's the core of personal development mm-hmm. is we innately know that we want more. We innately know that something's not um, adding up or lining up. There's something we feel our lives are missing that can be better, there, well, I think we internalize and realize, hey, it's not always them that's wrong. I think it's me that needs some attention. And we start looking at ways to make our environment better, whether it's finances, love, time management, um, you know, just evolving in our careers. You know, the personal development, it comes in many facets of why we approach it. You know, and mm-hmm. we all have separate reasons for that. Many go in, in, in personal, uh, like right now with post-pandemic, it's a reflection of, hey, I was in this fog for 20 years about work and daily routine and you know giving everything to my company and not having time for me. And I'm actually thinking that I'm, I'm making it or, you know, for 20 years, I've been trying to get a house and I haven't been able to accomplish that. For 20 years, I've been trying to lose weight. For 20 years, I've been trying to, you know, get a better salary. And at some point, you know, we have this epiphany or aha moment. I think that's where these seminars um, are advantageous for us to now move on that because we are feeling it for so long and we just don't know what to do, you know, and then friends and families, unless they're in these programs, did the Tony Robbins, you know, have Mm -hmm. self-help podcasts in the car while they drive to work. You know, these people, nobody knows about it. They don't know how to talk to you about it. Mm -hmm. So when this program comes about or seminars come about, the first thing, you know, we all do is kind of cringe or recoil Mm -hmm. because we don't know anything about it. So we're just kind of like, oh, that's just, you know, crazy talk. Oh, I don't need that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They they see the the joy of its membership. And then we immediately say, oh, well, then it's a cult. Because look at that. Nobody can be that happy. That is just lies. Mm -hmm. And there's no bumper sticker. So it's not true. You know, it's like everything comes with some kind of marketing and this thing doesn't. The marketing is that the person feels better about themselves. So everyone's experience going in, um, I think now, like when you're in your uh, 30s and 40s, there's a maturity towards these type of programs, towards these type of um, development of the self. Because I think at this point, we're a lot more focused. We know what we want to be. We know what we want to try to break through. You know, life does have a lot of blocks for us. We always believe we don't have enough money, but we do. 
we always believe we don't have enough time, but we do. You know, it's like we, it's how much of it is a want? How much of it is you're Priorities. ready to invest in yourself mm -hmm. to become what you've always dreamed of? And it takes a lot of support. <clears throat> and, a, and that's what these programs and seminars are there to introduce you to. It's like, hey, there's support out there. You know, we can help you get to where you want to be. We're not going to make you a millionaire. That's on you. You know, yeah, it's everything gonna... is all, all what you decide to do for yourself. <laughs> it's um, a mindset. But it's just like this specific seminar that I went to, um, the cool thing about it was like it broke down my past, you know, like so it went through my past and then it brought me to like why I am doing what I'm doing now. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that have um, blocked you from like when you were younger, like your beliefs now is because of like trauma that has happened in the past and like the things that are happening in the past and like the way that um, it is now is because of that. There's one, I went to another like advanced seminar for that. And I wanted to talk about this experience because it was crazy. Like there's, there's a exercise that we did. We took rebar, right? We took rebar and we stuck it right here. And I had a partner, the other in the middle partner, of your throat, just in case people can't see your video. Yeah, so <laughs> your throat. You had to put it like right in the middle, right where the pocket is, like yeah. of your throat, right here, right. So I had one side of the rebar here, and the other person had the other side of the rebar. And so I think it's like a six to, foot rebar. I think it's like about six rebar. foot rebar. Yeah, we're yeah. six foot away from each other, and we had to walk towards each other. People who was like, I want more, I want a specific thing in their life, right? So like love. So those people who can, uh, who wanted the love, like both wanted it or both believed in it, both like truly believed in it, could walk towards each other and bend the rebar. So it got to me with my friend and she and I were like, okay, let's do commitment. Okay, let's do commitment. And she's like, and we're like, okay, we can do commitment. So she and I are standing and these people are like, just going at it. Like they're like, oh, saying this and then boom, um, fold, boom, fold, boom, fold. Some people were having a hard time because of the word. So commitment came and then I was um, walking towards her and I could not bend it. It was hurting me. And I was just like, all I could think about was the pain that was here rather than the word commitment. And I couldn't get commitment to, I couldn't get the rebar to bend. I was like, how are these other people getting this rebar to bend? I was like, what well, is theirs um, softer than mine? You know, like, like how the, how the hell did they get this rebar to bend? And then finally she talked to me and she, we were, we were having a conversation and we we're like, okay, what's, what's blocking me from doing this. And, and then finally we bent the rebar and I was like, oh my God, can you believe that word was like such a, it's such a big deal. And then, so after that, so I knew that, okay, commitment, that's a big deal. So, um, I got back and I, um, we staff, I staffed, which is volunteering to, um, do the next seminar, be the, like the, um, staff of the next seminar. And, um, one of the facilitators sat with us and was asking everybody, Oh, what are you going to be today? 
So I, I thought I was, I was like, I'm going to use the word. Everybody's like, Oh, happy. Or, you know, um, here, I'm going to be here. or I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. And then, so I was like, I'm going to be committed because I was a small groups leader. And I was like, I'm going to be committed to my people. Right. And he's like, only to me. I don't know why everybody else was fine, but to me, he was like, no, you're not. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm not going to, I know I'm going to be committed to my people. Like I'm going to be committed so that they're, they um, succeed, you know, out of this seminar. I want them to, to get better. And I want them to do, um, I want them to know about, I mean, like, I want them to be here and I want to be committed to them. He's like, no, you, you have a, you have a problem with the word commitment. And I was, he's like, are you, do you cheat when you're in relationships? And I was like, uh no they cheat on me you know like and then he was like why is that why do you think that and all of a sudden like I'm sitting there and then I start crying again of course right and I'm like holy shit it's because I don't think I'm worthy of a good person coming from like whatever that happened in my past or whatever so I and I don't get commitment from people because I don't think I'm worthy. So like it, this seminar really like actually helped me out a lot. I mean, like I've done self-help books like uh, Deepak Chopra's um, Seven Spiritual Laws. I like read that when I was like 20. You know what I mean? Like um, I kept reading like stuff. Um, along the way but I never had the impact that I did with until I I went here and I I thank well, crazy for it and that's the reason why crazy is here to talk about this today well, there's there's a point there's a word that you keep on saying throughout all of your your, your storytelling yeah and I think that's what the big difference is between doing your own personal self-help books and and mm -hmm. audio and whatnot is the word that I hear you keep on saying is the word experience um, mm -hmm. And that is huge because Nadine and I, we talk a lot about personal development. Like Nadine, if you ever get a chance to just talk story with Nadine about personal development, self-growth, I mean, Nadine is just, I mean, beyond of, of even what I sometimes know in my head. And she, she's just great at it. The one disconnect that I had for myself when trying to do it myself at certain points mm -hmm. was that word experience. So, and I liken this when you use an analogy with riding a bicycle, right? So if you never, ever jumped on a bike, I can get you the best, I can get you Lance Armstrong to show you how to ride a bike and tell you how to ride a bike, right? I can get you the best videos on how to ri uh, ride a bike, best books on how to ride, the best audio on how to ride a bike. <laughs> but it's not until you experience yeah. jumping on a bicycle and riding the bicycle, do you start to understand how to ride a bike? Because that balance part, right? When you when you're balancing it, like they can't explain balance until you actually feel it. You know, they're gonna say was well, you're gonna want to fall left, you're gonna want to fall right. However, there's a way, magic way on this small little thin wheel, <laughs> you'd be able to just stay straight up right. So, in my opinion, when anybody, if anybody's interested in doing seminars, and you know, since we gave Tony Robbins, you know, let's we'll give size seminars, PSI seminars a shout out again. Yeah. We're not saying to do it, or I'm not saying to do it. I'm just yeah. saying my suggestion, if people are wanting to get more out of their life, then go to a seminar to experience things because that is the biggest 
challenge that I see people get who don't, who only reads books or only listens to video. Yep. They're not experiencing certain things. Yeah. And I, for myself, I'm going to speak for my, I come from I, when I experience something, I hold on to it a lot better and I start understanding it mm-hmm. way, way better on, in fact, different yep. levels. It's not until I actually experience some of these things. So, you know, props to you, MJ, because that's, when I, when I challenged you in the middle of the whole seminar, and again, everyone, I was not yeah. there in her yeah, seminar. Yeah, he was not there when I, I, I when I'm I at home. Yep. But I, I remember what I was going through, right? And so for me, being a great friend, I was like, you know, I'm going to tell her and share with her what worked and what didn't work for me. And what mm-hmm. didn't work for me was not jumping two feet into the seminar, right? Like I'm over there sitting down, counting every single seat. Man, $795 for that seat. <laughs> $795 for that seat over there. Yeah, that sounds about right. There's a hundred people in this room. I'm not even getting a lunch for $795. I, know, yeah. I gotta bring my own water. I, and, I'm, and I'm in my head. I'm in my I, I'm in my own self, like instead of yeah. concentrating and listening to what's going on and learning, I'm over there bringing out my applicants yeah. and I'm like, okay, that's uh, that's a lot of money. This company just and and then have the audacity to go ahead and say oh by the way if you want to do more learning and i'm like oh my goodness this of is course more money. there's a, another learning experience <laughs> right another learning experience yeah. but in the in it in all of it all at that point in time that's why i when i ask people or suggest people if you want to do it jump two feet in because i missed the whole entire first day because my whole, whole <laughs> yeah, was, was calculating <laughs> how i'm getting ripped off right now and then now i'm going to throw it back to me so if I'm going to talk about my personal experiences, I've been ripped off a lot from yeah. childhood yeah. days. I was the Asian, fat Asian kid in Wina High School that would end up upside down in a rubbish can. Oh. Um, it, the, the younger, like this is how much of a target I was. I had kids two to three years younger than me. Like I was intermediate and they're elementary. And I somehow got my money taken from me. Like somehow, oh, wow. somehow I still got money taken. And it was on a public city bus. And in my head, I'm like, okay, this guy is going to know where I live. Like, he knows what bus, shuttle bus I have to take. And so in my head, you know, I was always told growing up that I need to turn the other way. You know, like, don't fight. You know, like, you, that's not the things you do, you know. Um, and so I've always just, okay, here's here's my lunch money then. All right, well, here Aww. it is, you know. <laughs> and so my whole entire life, I felt like I was getting taken advantage of. I loaned people money. And the money never ever came back to me. And so when I'm in the yep. seminar, I'm thinking to myself, okay, they just took money from me. Oh, now they're asking for more <laughs> yeah, money from yeah, me. So yeah. for me, money. that was part of my growth, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that that's some of those things that I started to think to myself that, you know, and and to the bottom line, it is a for-profit company. Tony yeah. Robbins is a yeah. for-profit company. Of course, yeah. You know, there are certain areas that a lot of these companies also have a nonprofit organization side. So, yep. you know, Sci Seminars has Sci World, which is a nonprofit organization side. I know that Tony Robbins, you know, works with different nonprofit organizations as well. But for that one particular part, 100% for profit. You know, yeah. there's no yeah. high in that. So, you know, that's why I was telling MJ when she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I, every time she's texting me, I know she's not watching the class. She's not in the class. And that's the reason why I start challenging her. I'm like, hey, how about you uh, do a little share? I don't know the what share. we're going to do, but I told her, you know, why don't you go ahead and do that? Because I know that when I saw other people doing some of the shares, they started understanding and experiencing it in a whole nother level. 
you know, and that's the reason. And why not I, only I, that, when I shared, a lot of people came up, like a lot of women came up to me and said, you know, that happened to me too. And um, I feel your pain and stuff like that. So, I mean, like I actually, they, they said that they couldn't share, but they, I, they was happy. They were happy that I shared because they made, it made them feel like it was yeah. like, yeah, like it didn't only happen to them, you know? So and that's the power of what, you know, when you shared yourself, MJ, and mm-hmm. to be vulnerable, there is a possibility that that facilitator also sensed that. He possibly also sensed that you might be the one courageous enough to mm-hmm. be vulnerable in front of all these other ladies that are in a crowd that could be, again, I'm not in his mind, but he's possibly thinking, wow, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other individuals that he can sense has this wall, just like MJ yeah. does. And there was just enough that he possibly thought that MJ would be that one person that could get vulnerable and therefore challenge her to be vulnerable right there on the spot or to, to, you know, have that emotion come up. And, you know, that's, that is huge. That is huge. But, you know, let me throw something in real quick when it comes to personal development, because the core of personal development for, for my, in my own opinion is Mm -hmm. based on one thing. Like when I found out that uh, like Google maps, right? Like you remove yourself from earth, and you come up in space and you want to take a snapshot as to where you're at. There's this one exercise that I did and I will challenge anyone and everyone to, to do this because this is when I started to realize I was not the person who I really wanted to be. So there's, um, if you draw a square, right? Just on, the, on, on a piece of paper, you draw a square. And when you draw a square, you know, uh, you can write four different things on each side. Um, on one side, you can write physical. Uh, a physical can can be many different things. Anything and everything from lifting weights, being in shape, um, or just, you know, let's say you're diabetic or you have this or you, you know, you have high blood pressure, whatever. So physical, just think of anything physical in that side there. Um, on another line, you can write in the words emotion or emotional. Now, when people say the word emotional, they start thinking of MJ now crying right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh some reason i'm gonna speak for some men out there some of us men gets into that oh we don't want to be emotional so emotion doesn't necessarily mean crying but it also is a part of communication right like understanding being able to talk to other individuals right so that's how you're going to tie the word emotion or emotional into the square another side of the square um you're going to put inside of it uh would be spiritual so on the spiritual side, it doesn't necessarily mean a dogma. It doesn't necessarily mean a religion. It can also just mean a server of the community, right? It can just be mm-hmm. a, a leadership of, of, of any one of those things, right? And then the last side would be your, your mind, the side of your, your thinking side mental. of things, mental mm-hmm. side, right? And that could be used for, to equate for money. That can be used to Success. equate yeah. for all those kind of things. So grade yourself on a scale of one to 10, one meaning very, very low, 10 meaning being that you're at your best. And you go down that, that, that square and kind of rate yourself. Now, when mm-hmm. you see your numbers, you see, you're going to see where you're possibly lopsided. You might be doing great in money. Like you might be a millionaire. And now think of this when it comes to all the artists and the, the famous people in the world. Let's throw in you know, people like Michael Jackson lots and lots and lots of money i mean if you can go past a 10 you're probably at a 55 million on on his side of of the mind side right of that wealth side right um 
But then why were these problems possibly happening in his relationship or with himself? And I'm not him, so I don't know. But based on some of the results, there are some things possibly on the emotional side that he wasn't connected with. He might, if he had taken this test, he might have realized maybe emotional side. Physically, he looked okay, but who knows? You know, depends on what he was doing, you know, with, with the doctors and whatnot. I'm not too sure what was going on there. Spiritually, you know, something else as well. But the point of the thing is that if you want to ever see how equal you are, in life, take that yeah. little quick test and let, and in my opinion, if you can get yourself up to a 10 on all sides, that's when you'll get peace of mind. And the great thing about personal development is if you get to a 10, then what does it look like a 20? Because I never told you stop at a 10. I just said, do it from one to 10. Never said stop at 10. Well, what does it look like at a 50? What does it look like at a hundred? You know, and you mm-hmm. get to keep on growing. Because in my belief, if you're not growing, you're decaying. There is zero things of stability. When people are saying, I want stability, I want a stable job. Guess what, folks? 2020 just happened to all of us. And it does not mean anything. Like you take the word stability and you think you are you have a stable job, look at what happened to the world in 2020 alone. So there's no, no such thing as really stability. And if you're not growing, then that means you're decaying. So it's either going to be one or the other. And that's how I kind of check in with myself to see, all right, I'm not growing. I didn't learn anything today. So technically I'm decaying. And there was an analogy that brought to me in the past, which was I can take you into a room full of five-year-olds that are playing on video games and just wasting their their minds on all those things, Mm -hmm. which in a roundabout way is decaying, right? They're not Mm -hmm. learning anything. They're just watching cartoons. They're just doing this and that. And and it could be decaying at the age of five. I can also take you into a room full of nine-year-old men and women who are also still growing. They're still wanting to learn more, right? They're not just sitting down on the couch and just watching television. You know, they're reading books. They're, They're being a part of life. So... In my opinion, anyone and all of us, if you are not growing, you are decaying. And it's, in my opinion, it's okay to decay because I decay a lot. <laughs> you know, I'm not perfect. Uh, you know, there's things that I've done in the past that have been associated with in the past that has that has damaged my career. You know, mm-hmm. and at that point in time, you know, can I go victim to being like, well, you know, I really didn't say that. or I can do that all day long, but I'm never going to do that because that was a part of me to start growing. Like, oh, okay, this happened to me. Now what? What, what, am, what am I going to create out of, out of this? You know, mm-hmm. and, and I did find that out. You know, I, I love, uh, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy teasing people. I also enjoy teasing myself, just, just to put it out there, right? It's not just teasing people. But then you get to a point where, you know what? I am doing personal development. I'm not perfect. So, you know, me keep on teasing people, that maybe not have been my, my best core. That's not who I really wanted to be anyways. Mm-hmm. So all this to have happened is actually okay with me because now it gave me like a readjustment. Like, okay, do I? because I really want to help people. So if I really want to help people, then let's move forward. What am I going to do? How am I going to emule? How am I going to continue supporting my community, uh, community and helping out my community? And that's why I appreciate you guys, you know, jumping on this topic because I want to help spread uh, peace of mind across the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can't do it on my own. And if you ladies there are putting podcasts like this out there, talking about personal growth, talking about ways of, of growing ourselves, I mean, you guys are the catalyst uh, to support the movement and the yeah. growth in all of ourselves, which then from ourselves goes into our family. 
our family goes into our community and the community of course goes into the world and so you know this is exciting for me that you guys actually decided to go down this road mm-hmm. of of just understanding personal development yeah oh yeah yeah there was a a game that um i played and it was a very impactful game for me because like you create goals in this game and um as i was playing the game i was just like okay i'm just gonna make my goal that's it that's that's all i'm gonna do but then as i watch other people do these um do this game i see that these people are like going further than what i was where i was going in this game and there's some people who are just like i'm just gonna i'm gonna try but if i don't get there then i'm not gonna get there oh well you know like that kind of thing and so after the game was done, I was, I realized, gosh, I always play just to get to this, just to get what I needed to get to get by when I know I probably could have went over the top and did exactly what the other people were doing. It's just that I didn't, um, I didn't push hard enough. And so like, I realize a lot of people play that way. It's like they don't push that, and they they just were, were like, "Oh, well, you know, if I if I can just finish the game, I'm good." You know what I mean? You can like, and by. for me, I was like, "Oh, I won a lot of awards," but it was just like, "Wait a minute, I could have done way better than that." You know, like even though it's a competition and you you try your best to do the best, you know, like it still wasn't good enough. It was, it was just like, wow, I could have done better. I really could have done better. So you, well, that's it, right? Yeah. That's, that's development. You know, when you look at ourselves from the day we were born to the day we, uh, to who we are presently, mm-hmm. we've had a lot of teachers, you know, we have parents, grandparents, siblings, neighbors, you know, of teachers, all of that, you know, and they help mold and define you know, certain things that we should know about ourselves, we should know about our families, we should know about the world. And we, we have to uh, lomi all of that together, yeah? We gotta build it together to, to really get a grasp of who we are individually and who we are um, uh, collectively, like how we contribute to our environment. It's not easy, you know? Most of our families, most of our friends, you know, they're not pensive philosophers and you know, doctors and all this kind of stuff. They're just regular people who see, uh, like MJ was just sharing, you know, there's limits to life or limits to their knowledge of life and how Mm -hmm. to live it and how to behave in it. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but we all have a nagging want of difference. We have a, you know, a path that definitely is not part of this world or this bubble that I'm in. You know, you want to do something else. You were either born to do it or you're just, you know, there's a, a, a spiritualness that keeps pulling you in that direction. And you're just like, oh, I'm, I wasn't meant to. You make uh, deep fried corn dogs with a, you know, blue, white and red hat. You know, it's like I'm supposed to do something more with my life. And that's when we get into the development. Development, you know, also is a ponderance of, of, uh, extenuating outsides finances money you know support you know those are three big cores that make people not do it you know they'll like crazy was saying it's like a lot of people limit ourselves when we hear money Mm -hmm. 
we immediately limit ourselves. You know, college is one, re one resource. But yet you can have somebody working at McDonald's and Uber driving a BMW, you know, and it doesn't make sense, you know, but their focus was to get this car and they did everything they could yeah. to get the car. And they, even if it means they have to have three jobs, you know, to keep this car, they're going to do it. But to invest back into themselves, it's kind of like, a, nah, nah, nah. you know, I'm kind of <laughs> happy. I'm happy where I am. You know, I don't yeah. mind not having social life because I look really good when I drive by everyone having fun. <laughs> so with us, uh, you know, with development, when you are lucky or fortunate to have a little bit of all of that, you know, a little bit of money to invest back in yourself, a little bit of time to invest back in yourself, some uh, a group of friends that can support your goals and your, your new path that you're really, really interested in, you know, that, that is where, you know, that's where it starts. And then from there, it's up to you, you know, and like Craze was saying, it's like, it does matter who you hang out with, your network of people that yep. really matters when you're that's trying true. to develop. If you got people that are just going to pull you down, like an, uh, I'm a crab because they're jealous <laughs> that you're taking the time to learn about you and to and improve you yeah then walk away it's mm -hmm. so okay like it, it, you know it's almost like a paralyzing thought to step away from a friendship to step away from toxic family you know to step away from a job that's just not right for you you know we we restrict ourselves from doing all those things you know and i talk this way because i'm a squatter in my mom's house you know, if it wasn't for the Gertz letting me live with her, I wouldn't be talking like this because I would be worried about, you know, I'd be worried about rents and all this kind of stuff, you know. So, you know, I do have this time and I know I have this time. So I'm just like, okay, don't screw up, Marnie. You know, this is your moment. You know, you got time. Do something right with it. And so we, we focus, we develop ourselves to find what it is that's causing us not to attain it. You know, and what do we need to do to change, to attain it? And it's about change and you have to change and don't try and make like, oh no, I can make do with how I am today. It's like, no, dum dum. That's why <laughs> you're the way you are today because you didn't change. Whether right. it's your spending habits or you, you know, your activity level or how you think about everything from, you know, commutes to work to your, you know, your cubicle coworker to, you know, gas prices and food prices, well, you don't change to that, you're not going to change. And a lot of it is, you know, you got to get out of your comfort zone. You know, these seminars are reminding you that, you know, your comfort zone ain't cutting it, honey. Yeah. You know, it's exactly. like you think it's working, it's not working, you know, and these people are going to seem like, you know, crazed enthusiasts about this program. And you're going to say like, oh, bullshitters. You know, but no, these are people like crazy was saying, experienced it, saw the value in it, understand it, and, you know, encompassed it in a way that it's not uh, a cult-like following. It's a, no, it's a lifestyle. You know, it's a mindset. It's, you know, it's gradual because everyone assumes you take these programs and you're going to be, you know, perfect tomorrow. Nope. You're nope. going to be wealthy by the end Look of the month. So working. Yeah, you're so working at it, at it all the you know, time. It is. And, and Marnie, you know, just to jump on what you said, you know, one of the lines that, uh, that I remember from the seminar that we took was to think is to create, right? So in order for you to create something, you need to get your mind to at least be thinking 
of mm -hmm. that area. And there's a couple of things that you said that I loved that you said because it just brought some aha moments back into my head because mm -hmm. every day I, I, I figure out a way on how to get another aha moment, right? Like yeah. that's how part of my personal development and personal growth. And I connected with you when you started to talk about the words, you know, I don't have the time. I don't have the money right now, this and that. Mm -hmm. My opinion <laughs> is... If you're saying that. to yourself right now, well, because because I, I don't want to speak yeah. for everyone, right? Like that's, that's, right, to me, right. that's the reason why there's prejudices out there. Because yeah. when you say all men this, or all women that, or all Asians this, or all blacks that, or all whites this, it's not and never going to be all. People stop saying all. You had an experience with one individual mm -hmm. who might be that race, that color, that age, that gender, but it doesn't mean that's everyone. So that's the reason why I, when you hear me talk, I, I always make myself come back to I because I don't want to be a preacher. I'm not everyone. So I don't yeah. know what everyone's thoughts are. Yep. I'm always going to come from what I'm thinking. So I, you, you will hear me saying that. So from coming from I <laughs> on mm -hmm. this, my thoughts is if you're saying you don't have money and you're saying you don't have time, yep, then one of don't. my biggest goals in my life is to create liberty. And liberty is for many different things. But imagine having liberty of time. Imagine having liberty of money. Imagine having liberty of anything and everything else that you can think of. So if you don't have time, you know, I don't have time for personal development. You might want to do personal development. Because mm. do you want to continue living a life with having no time? Because yeah. then if you don't even have a family and you're wanting to create a family, but you're saying right now, I don't have time. Well, check it out. You might want to go ahead and, and dig into a little bit of this. Or you got a family and you don't have time to, to you know, spend time with your, your loved ones, your mom and your dad, because you're working three jobs because I want to drive a BMW. You might want to check out on, on, on time then. You might want to figure out how to get that liberty. And then the money-wise, if you're having a hard time paying a $500 this, $700 that, 1000 this, 5000 that, you might want to check in to see on how to get yourself that liberty of being able to to carry money and you know i'm gonna say this with with um possibly getting mobbed down the line um i carry cash but yeah, i carry does. cash because of liberty it's training myself to understand that if i want to buy something i can buy it and you know i started with just 20 dollars because i never used to even hold 20 dollars in my pocket but I want to be able to hold $20 in my pocket just so that way I have the freedom of buying anything up to $20 at that point in time, right? And you start growing yourself. And that's just one of those mind things that you get to do with yourself because as you're doing that, then you're starting to give yourself more and more liberty. You get to start expanding more and more of what you're, you're, you're feeling that you're capable of, 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 of buying and purchasing and so forth and, and so on. And so, you know, I love that Marnie was talking about those things because it started making me reflect like that's the reason why I love personal development. Because there, when I say I can't do this and I can't do that, that big C word, that big eh, well, that's when I want to start focusing on, well, what can I do to create more that. of that, to get yeah. that? Right, right, right. right. I mean, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get that because it's, it's all those things that I want and more. Speaking of time, um, I love this where we're at. Can we continue on, ladies, gentlemen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm down. Okay. So I have a hard time listening to this, honestly. I'm going to be like honest because it puts me in my work mind. <laughs> like, okay. So if I'm going to talk about 
liberty crazy I, here's how i look at it it's about priorities right when i said earlier oh i um i don't have time i have to catch myself and say personal development wise i say wait a second i didn't prioritize prioritize making it that way mm-hmm. you know what i mean because mm-hmm. when it comes down to it you choose you pick and choose every single day every single minute of every single day what your priorities are whether you're going to do something or not whether you're going to spend money or not you know what i mean um it, it's a funny little game we play with ourselves right so i feel like liberty priorities kind of about the same thing when i heard mj that pained me to hear that that happened to you when you were younger i know all about that because I was molested when I was a baby till I was like eight, 10 years old. Oh so my I know. God. Um, that, and it's, it's so funny because you felt betrayed by your mom. But if we look back at the other segment we just had, she's not your mom. She's your stepmom, right? That's mm-hmm. raising you. And if you think about it that way, part of that, her lashing out at you like that is because it was her way to take her dig at you because you're not hers you know what I mean so to make you feel like shit because your dad did that to her and she felt like shit so therefore she's like um projecting that hurt onto you that she felt right so it's a funny little thing we do when we're personally developing and what I love about this is I feel like people our age and then now the younger ones are they're more prone to maybe look at themselves differently but our parents were not our parents, they're just like, what it is is what it is. This is how I was brought up. This is how it's going to be. Plain and simple, black and white. There is no in between. You know what I mean? I ain't going to learn. I'm stubborn as a damn old dog. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. is what it is, right? So we are working with that framework. And then you have us, right? That we learn from that. And then we have all these little uh, things that are pre-programmed to our, in, into our head. And then we're like my God, it, it sets us up for either success or failure, you know? And it leads us to either be, to be able to move ahead or be really kind of messed up. Um, and that's painful. So I don't know, it's, it's so difficult to hear all of these things because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is why, and this is why, and this is what happened here. You know what I mean? It's like, it's hard for me to turn off that brain and just be like, okay, you know? Um, personal development and me, I don't know. I, I've never been to a seminar. Well. I've been to part of one, the Tony Robbins one. Um, my husband and I loved it. Um, just because the energy is great. It's funny because I kind of already knew all of that stuff, but just to be able to go was like, wow, you know? Um, and the energy is hype in that thing. Um, mm. But I think for me, my personal development happened because I didn't want to be how I was brought up. You know, uh, I didn't want, to have that stigma from whatever be transferred over. I, I was brought up in a household that was very verbally abusive, okay? And physically abusive as well. So when I had kids, I was like, oh, I didn't like being treated like that. Let me not treat them like that. You know what I mean? Um, and in the meantime, here I am trying to figure out what are these little things that made me this way and not project them onto my kids. Because our parents are projectors. They are. They're, that's what they, That's how they grew up. And nobody taught them otherwise, you know? So for us to kind of like delve deep and be like, hey, you know what? I need to fix these things and this is what happened and I don't want to do this. And oh my God, that's what triggers me or this is why I act a certain way. Um, 
it's it's very very telling and it's huge that MJ that you went to these things even crazy that you went to these things and you wanted to learn what makes you tick and what makes you what what's blocking you from like taking that next step you know being a good steward of money um money's a funny little thing i have a lot of people that say i can't get past this i keep doing this i keep doing that money is a big thing when people come to see me and it's because they have those limiting beliefs or they're thought that they're not worthy of money or worthy of love or worthy of commitment or worthy of something there's always something in our childhood that makes us think otherwise of what we really are and then that's what really fucks us up you know um, and that's what we have to get past it's like the hurdle that we have to learn how to get past figure out why first and then get past it it's it's such a strange uh, song and dance and kind of unfair when you think about it that we've been put into this lifetime without any instructions <laughs> you know um learning our about ourselves learning about our parents being forgiving to them about hey you know what they were like that because that's how they were brought up i don't agree with it i don't i didn't like it i got to find a way to let that go maybe forgive whatever you know um i tell a lot of people that come to me hey you know what sometimes it's not about forgiveness sometimes it's about just kind of distancing yourself from that that person and it's okay just because you're not just because you're related doesn't mean you got to love them you can love them from afar you know what i mean mm-hmm. but setting mm-hmm. up a boundary i mean like hey no you know what you're hurtful you say this shit to me i know it not to be true cuz it doesn't resonate with me i don't treat you that way therefore i don't expect you to treat me that way it's just a funny little bubble we have to learn to put up around ourselves so that we can protect our own selves um but yeah uh learning about one is a lifelong process i feel like um and one that i'm like happy to talk about all day every day i feel like it's so uh enlightening but it's also very i don't know it it takes a lot for even mj for you to like talk about your experience cuz i tell you something people listen to our podcast i get it all the time and they're like oh my god you know what that happened to me oh my god i never thought about it that way oh my god a light bulb moment goes off you know mm-hmm. kind of thing it, it's it, i love doing this because i feel like Yeah, we talk about a lot of shit and we talk all kinds of shit about a lot of shit. You know what I mean? But it's this relatable stuff that really stick with people because in fact it is relatable, you know? And I feel like especially with 2020, people were given the opportunity and me and Marnie have said this tons of times to like look at yourself and be like, "Hey, this we should have prioritized this family." You know what I mean? Learning how to pivot. Um because yeah, for a moment there we were all on the same level playing field, you know? Mm-hmm. Um kind of thing. but i mean so many things when you guys are talking i'm like oh my gosh yeah like i mean textbook all the things that i've learned all the things that you know i see on a daily basis it's just so it's interesting and yet hard to see the people that i've come close to having to deal with that you know like mm-hmm. like people mm-hmm. cannot see because i haven't put up the videos yet or anything but like when Mar- when mj is talking i'm like oh my god my goodness <laughs> then I'm like you fucking crazy you see what you never say <laughs> hey that was part one join us next week for part two well good, goodbye goodbye is that okay that's fine okay bye mahalo
for listening to Create Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Tune in every Friday and let us know what you think. If you have any questions, show topics, hit us up at createhappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's Create Happiness with a Y.